The following special bonus episode of the Whiskey Topic Podcast is brought to you by Johnny Walker. Whiskey, whiskey, the singer's getting sore. We raise the roof now and we're lowering the floor. The band is blistering, but we got a little more. When I say one, two, you say three, four. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Whiskey Topic, and this is the education series brought to you by Johnny Walker, which I'm so proud to bring uh, this series of episodes. And this is episode number six. And today we're going to be talking about cocktails and the highball and other cocktails you can do with Johnny Walker. Uh, I have Dante Conception here, the national brand ambassador for Diageo. Welcome back uh, to the podcast. Thanks, Mark. Happy to be back. Absolutely. Now we've been looking, we, we had the, the previous podcast, we talked a little bit about cocktails and uh, I've been looking forward to this a great deal. Um, but I mean, I think, you know, we got to answer the number one question because I, I feel when I do whiskey tastings, I get this uh, pretty often is there's still kind of a little bit of like that, that kind of like, oh, I don't, why would you put, you know, great scotch into uh, a cocktail? Like, uh, isn't this what bourbon's for? Or isn't this what, you know, vodka's for? Like, wh- what's the, you know, but but whiskey and the cocktail go back so far. The, these two things have always been related. Very, very far. And I'm glad, I'm glad actually we're starting this way and you brought that up because uh, I actually get that question quite, quite a bit uh, when traveling across Canada. Um, but like we talked about in our, in our last series, um, you can drink whiskey however you want. Um, and there's so much flavor in whiskey in all different types of whiskey, not just, not just scotch, um, not just scotch whiskey, but adding elements, different types of uh, sweeteners, uh, really bring out specific flavors of, of each whiskey. Um, so which is where I'm really excited to talk about this today um, and have you try some of the uh, the cocktails that we've prepared for you. You sent me some uh, pre-made samples of syrups to use, and we're going to focus on primarily the highball. Um, now, I don't know too much about the highball other than it's got some soda water and it's got whiskey in it and it's got uh, some sort of flavoring in it as well so occasionally. Yeah. So the the original, if we want to go back to the original, original whiskey highball, we're looking at like the late 1800s. Uh, there was a gentleman actually by the name of Patrick Duffy. He was a bartender in New York at uh, a place mm-hmm. called the Ashland House in Manhattan. And he's credited for creating the first whiskey highball. Uh, and again, this was at a time where people had kind of had the same notion where why would you why would you mix such a great drink? Why would you mix whiskey with anything else but even like even ice? I don't know. Sometimes could be could be frowned upon back then. Um, but this is trying to accomplish something that's a little bit easier to drink. Something that you could have maybe more than one of. And the original whiskey highball was essentially just whiskey and ginger ale. Um, mm-hmm. And since then, that has evolved into not just whiskey highballs, but uh, highball is now kind of used as more of a general term in, in the cocktail world. Uh, you can make a highball with anything, with gin, with vodka, uh, with, with rum, pretty much any, 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 anything you want. Um, but the origins of the whiskey highball do come from uh, the late 1800s uh, in New York, um, okay. where it was whiskey and ginger ale. But, uh, but now you see it uh, getting increasingly popular, uh, especially in markets out east uh, in Asia, a uh, big part of the culture there in Japan and Singapore, uh, whiskey highballs are, are all the rage. Yeah, I like I like the highball. Like what I make at home is pretty simple. Typically, I just I just have some uh, you know some sparkling water and, and and whiskey, and I I just mix them too. What I like about it though is I, I can kind of control how much I'm drinking. I don't have to like you know it's not always going to be like a certain amount. I could put very little whiskey in there and still get flavor. Um, and like I feel like the less whiskey you put into it, if you just use like very like just like it, 
uh, soda water specifically, it just basically tastes like ginger ale in, in a lot of ways. It's, it's got the kind of the ginger notes come through. Um, so I, I like it as a way of like monitoring how much I drink. Like maybe I'll make like a, you know, one and a half shot highball. The first drink I have and the second one, very little. The third one is just straight soda water. And that way it's, it's kind of a nice way to moderate how much you're drinking. I think that's the way in, in Japanese culture it's used as well. You can kind of have a drink in your hand, but you're not always, you know, having a, a one ounce or two ounce cocktail. A hundred percent. And that's a big part of their culture there. Like, I mean, everyone goes to the izakayas after, after work and it's a big part of the culture and everyone has, you know, either, either a, a small beer or, um, a whiskey, a whiskey highball because you, you still get, like you said, that flavor of that whiskey, it's still a great drink to enjoy, but I mean, people do have to get home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, having like a half ounce pour in your glass, I mean, that's just not going to last you very long. <laughs> it's just not going. Um, so let, let's start off with the drink and then we can talk a little bit about the highball. Uh, so I, I see if, uh, three different mixes uh, here. Which, which one are we starting first? So why don't we start with, uh, let's say the first one on the, uh, just, just to the left there in, on your little sheet. It is a uh, Johnny and Lemon. So this is a uh, okay. kind of a revised recipe from kind of the global standard recipes that, uh, that we have. Uh, but this is actually mixes together uh, Johnny Walker Red Label, a little bit of a lemon tea cordial, um, and some premium club soda or soda water. And just like with, with tonics, I think soda water, the quality of your soda water goes a long way too. Uh, the mm -hmm. pure your soda water or your club soda you can get, the better. Um, but uh, there's a couple variations of this cocktail you can make. Essentially, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to take our highball glass. We're going to put in an ounce and a half of our Johnny Walker Red Label blended scotch whiskey in there. Yeah, and you may have heard that in the background. I was uh, go, keep going. Yep. Uh, we've got uh, an ounce. So what I've prepared for you and what I've sent, sent, to, sent your way is actually a lemon verbena tea cordial. Um, and essentially for, for, for the listeners who are listening in at home, you can make this very, very easily. Uh, it's, it's just like making a simple syrup, uh, one-to-one, -one, uh, you know, reduce down sugar and let it, let it dissolve into, into boiling water and let that steep with a couple tea, um, with a couple tea bags of uh, lemon verbena tea or some sort of, some sort of citrus tea. Um, okay. and then, uh, let that steep, uh, refrigerate that overnight. And you've got yourself a little bit of a lemon tea cordial. Yeah. So somebody like me, that's, I literally never made simple syrup in my entire life. Um, and, and I actually don't really use it in cocktails a lot either. So I don't, you know, don't feel too bad about it, but, um, but that's all you do. It's one-to-one -one sugar water in a pot and you, you heat it up and that's it. That's it. That's it. You make you you uh, you make sure all the, the sugar is dissolved into the water, and then you'll just take it off the heat, let it cool down, um, mm -hmm. and then at that point you can either throw in your tea bags or if you have some loose leaf tea, put them in the um, put them in the sachets that uh, you can buy from any of the tea stores, and uh, let that steep for for a good little while. You can even let that steep overnight because it is starting to become syrup. It's it's it, it won't oversaturate with the, with the tea. Right. Right. And then uh, you can toss the tea bags the next day. Um, if you want to steep oh, it for cool. an hour, you can steep it for an hour. Um, and then you've got yourself a nice kind of flavored tea syrup, which is uh, which is which is which is great to use because there's so many different types of flavors of teas out there. Oh no, I love this. That's uh, that's good. I'm gonna try doing that because I do have a lot of uh, I do have a lot of tea at home. So basically, that that makes pretty sense if you want if you if you want you know add certain flavors, just use a tea bag, add it through. Now you got it. Now you've got a flavored syrup uh, that you can use in cocktails. So already this smells really great. I've uh, um already getting the lemon uh definitely getting that kind of like i like i said for me 
highball and 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 whiskeys and with whiskeys just uh, reminds me of like ginger ale um even though we used uh, like a fever tree uh, club soda um yeah yeah great uh, great sessionable drink nice and light nice and easy um i mean this is something you can make as as a pitcher in the summertime given we're all able to uh commingle with each other again in in a, in a month or two here <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, right? That's uh, it's uh, we we sure hope to, um, or, or or you know at least be on your porch and uh, and and that. But yeah, Absolutely. I do love that the the smokiness comes through nicely. There's a kind of little bit of char in there. Just this kind of like sits in on the palate and and on on, on the nose, and it just like just cleverly sits there. Um, uh, and just very delicate, very nice, uh, very 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 tasty. Yeah, very refreshing. I mean, the uh, Johnny Walker Red has a natural spice to it, and the the sweetness and the citrus component of of the tea cordial really help kind of subdue that and, and, and really bring out some of the softer flavors of that Johnny Walker red. And then of course mm-hmm. the soda water adds a little bit more of that dilution, just making it just a very, very approachable, easy to drink, easy to drink cocktail. Um, for, for those listeners who maybe don't want to venture out quite yet and maybe make a tea syrup, a, a good, very easy variation of this is to do uh, just, a, just a straight lemonade, Johnny Walker red, a little bit of lemonade, mm-hmm. splash of soda water for some effervescence, um, and you've got yourself a nice kind of uh, Johnny Walker Red Sparkling Lemonade. Nice, very, nice. Yeah, very, very easy. Uh, we do a variation of that cocktail as well with uh, one of our one of our portfolio brands, which is Singleton. Um, mm-hmm. Singleton 12-year from Dufton makes an amazing, amazing lemonade. Uh, just straight Singleton and lemonade is fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I believe that. And, and I, I guess with any of these recipes, you could also be using Johnny Walker Black as well, I assume, because it's, uh, it's just going to kind of add a little bit more body, a little more uh, sweetness, a little what, more body. What yeah. you'll find with the Johnny Walker Black, which is, which is uh, depending on what kind of flavor you're looking for, will add a little bit more of that, uh, that smoke will come through when using the Johnny Walker Black label. Um, Johnny Walker Red has a little more spice. Johnny Walker Black, I'd say, in cocktails has a little more of a, a smoke component to it. Um, so I would suggest readers to, to try both and see which one they like best. Sorry, not nice. readers, cool. listeners. Oh, <laughs> listeners. No, that sounds great. That sounds great. And then, um, so the highball, um, it it kind of it it did seem to linger away from North America specifically, but it's it's really come back with a full force. And I guess I would say the last uh, last bunch of years, I guess. Hundred percent. Yeah. As people, I mean, when the when the cocktail resurgence started, and we're going to talk about whiskey cocktails again. I mean, all your cocktails like the old fashioned and the Manhattan came, and you're looking at a lot of spirit forward drinks, really heavy whiskey cocktails, um, and those pack a punch, right? If you you mm-hmm. go, you go out, uh, each of those you know old fashions or Manhattan's have at least probably two ounces of whiskey in each cocktail, um, and not a whole lot of mix. So in your old fashioned, you've got a tiny a tiny bit of of, of sugar. Um, mm-hmm. And some bitters, which also has alcohol in it, and and that's about it. So if you're looking <laughs> that's to, true. pretty much everything's got alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're looking to, you know, prolong your your evening, or you know, casually casually drink throughout a long period of time, or have enjoy something in the afternoon or in the day, I mean, highball is a great option because it's it's approachable. Uh, you can it's sessionable. You can have multiples. You don't have to put, uh, you don't have to pack it with a ton of whiskey, um, and you still get nice big flavor out of it yeah yeah no this is um uh yeah i, I think I, I feel like i didn't understand the highball a year ago and now i just fully on i'm full on board i just i just keep making them uh, at home like i said mine are pretty simple i just literally use uh you know like a soda stream just regular plain old tap water uh and and whiskey and and that's that's it that's uh that's the end of my uh <laughs> my innovation but i'm gonna have uh, to even that alone. for a highball subscription box mark 
Oh, is that a thing? Because that would uh, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> sounds like a thing I can do for you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> get a, get a, bo- a new box of different uh, high ball syrups every day, every month. That's uh, that's really great. I like that thought of that actually. Um, yeah, no, because that makes sense. I mean, I like the concept. I mean, I, I think there's you know a lot of at home bartenders um, uh, that just want to experience and, and make experiment with uh, different uh, variations. And a lot of times, you know, we'll we'll look at vermouths or look at this or look at that. But uh, I love the concept of making your own simple syrup. Uh, adding your own flavoring agents to it, um, and you know, kind of also, you can customize this for for your you know your your spouse or, or friends, uh, in depending on what their uh, flavor profile is. Um, yeah, no, that's really great. The other thing about making those syrups is they last a long time. So instead of having mm-hmm. like you know, if you don't want to always keep fresh citrus, which may go bad after a day or two, making those syrups with those flavoring components, like this one, which is like the lemon, the lemon verbena tea. Um, it has those, all those citrus components and I can keep it in my fridge for, you know, two weeks. And I, if I want a nice. citrus component nice. in my cocktail, that's what I'll use. Um, that way I'm not always running to the store if I don't always have fresh citrus handy. So, um, they're, they're pretty shelf stable. They'll, they'll keep for a while. Um, and yeah, they're, they're great to add. How do you know they go bad? They're just gonna, smell uh, a little funky. Yeah. You, you just, just by taste. I mean, yeah, fair enough. technically because it, it has sugar in it. Um, it should last quite some time. I mean, I've, I've kept simple syrups in my, in my fridge for, you know, three weeks, a month. I mean, technically they're still okay. At some point it's like, they're so easy to make. Why not make, why not make a fresh batch? Right. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. And you should also, like I said, keep it in the fridge. If you're, if you're going out having a picnic, uh, don't, you know, uh, don't have in the sun for too long or that kind of thing, I assume. Uh, the syrups. Yeah. I mean, be- because the sugar content, um, and sometimes what I'll do is I'll, I'll pre-batch already the syrup with the with the whiskey so i'll create a container mm-hmm. that already has say the johnny walker red or the johnny walker black along with the right proportion of syrup and that way if you are having people over if you're having a gathering you're not measuring out each cocktail it's kind of like you can measure out one thing and it's already pre-poured and top it with some you know some soda water um mm-hmm. and you're good to go and if you keep that in the fridge then definitely it'll even keep even longer because of that alcohol is actually acting as a preservative as well uh the 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 tea aspect of it kind of a little bit of the, the kind of you know, I guess it's a little bit of black tea or whatever the the bitters on the end and everything else works so nicely in this. I'm uh, really like the more I the more I sip at it, the more I'm like, okay, there's a <laughs> expanding flavor uh, components that are coming out, which is uh, which is really uh, great, great. Especially you know, it, it's nice to think about the cocktail as well. So I, I like the flavors coming out. Uh, so what's next? Uh, next one we're gonna move on to is the Johnny and Green Tea. So okay. most people, I'd say probably about eighty percent of the listeners probably have probably have a, a packet or two of green tea at home. Um, mm-hmm. green tea is a, uh, a nice, nice, simple tea. Um, and so we've done the same thing here. We've made a green tea cordial. Um, and, uh, we're going to go with the same proportions. This is, I'm going to keep it simple for, for all the listeners, um, ounce and a half of Johnny Walker red or black label. Um, we will do, uh, one ounce of our green tea cordial and then three and a half ounces of our, uh, of our club soda or soda water. But uh, any any green tea will do. You can you can pick up green tea from uh, any brand of green tea will will work um, as long as it's not like a decaffeinated. I don't know. Do they even make decaffeinated green tea? I don't know. Uh, yeah, they do. But that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I like green tea because it's fairly neutral. Um, it's not as um, as tannic as a as a black tea. Uh, green tea is also used in in a lot of oolong teas. Uh, and it's, it's kind of, it's got a nice kind of light flavor profile that, uh, that really, really brings out, 
Um, again, some of like more like the vanilla flavors of Red Label. Um, and then using it with black, it, it helps accentuate and bring out a little bit more of that smoke flavor as well. Oh, this is very fancy. It's a, uh, you described it perfectly. Like it's a, le- I expect it to be like kind of a little bit more forward, but it's actually, it's much more subtle on the tea side. Um, uh, and it just kind of, you kind of get the herbalness of it and the light green tea notes. Um, otherwise it's, it's a brighter, it's uh, brighter and, and has, it's more kind of whiskey forward, but with, but it's just very subtly and gently. So it's a very nice, subtle, terrific drink. Yeah. Yeah. And, and green tea, depending on what, what type of green tea you're getting too, um, I mean, most green tea is fairly similar, but I mean, typical green tea, you're going to get lots of flavors of the tea itself. You're going to get some, some floral flavors, some nutty flavors, mm-hmm. some sweet flavors, some, some bittersweet flavors, uh, which is really good when mixing with a, a whiskey like Johnny Walker Red Label because there is so much flavor as well going on in, in Johnny Walker Red. You get a little bit of that spice and so a little bit of that floral, that sweet aspect from the tea um, will help balance that out. Um, and then again, soda water for some effervescence and you've got yourself mm-hmm. uh, a really, really, really sessionable, um, Johnny Walker highball cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, so like, like you said, I guess the traditional, uh, or the original highball was, was just, uh, like, uh, ginger soda or, or some sort of soda, soda, sugary soda drink. So what we're really doing here is we're taking out the, the sugar ginger component of it we're keeping the club soda and then we're adding it in. Uh, so we're kind of adding in that, that sweeter element on our own with, with our own uh, thing. Um, if somebody didn't want to do a mixer, well, how would you recommend they have the highball? If they just wanted whiskey, you know, nothing's uh, just something they can get off the shelf. Oh, well then you, you have a classic whiskey highball. Like I said, was going back to, like I said, ginger ale, um, yeah, going yeah. to like a ginger ale or even a, even a ginger beer. If you want something with a little more kick or a little more spice, um, mm-hmm. A nice fever tree ginger beer or Jamaican ginger beer um, is always nice with the Johnny Walker red label. Um, yeah, and, and fever tree and these kind of high end tonics are really terrific. Like the the, the next level play in in kind of what you can pick up at the store and and include into in your cocktails is pretty incredible. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, such a great addition to to what we have available to us today. Yeah, as far as accessibility goes, it's it's nice to see them in in pretty much all the major chain grocery stores. I mean, they're they're pretty readily available nowadays. Um, which is great for the for the at home cocktail maker because um, mm-hmm. before we only had you know canned tonics and, and sodas um, yeah. from 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 different brands, but uh, now that we have access to you know things made with natural and premium ingredients, um, it it really takes your cocktail to the next level. Um, so the third third uh, mix that we have here is ginger peach. Uh, a lot of great color here. It's it's like almost like a rosé. Uh, color. So uh, looking forward to this. I'm going to drop my ice into the glasses. Yeah. As you talk about this. Yes. So this one is going to be probably your ultimate summertime, uh, summertime sipper here on your, on your patio. Uh, so this one, again, following the same recipe, we're going to be doing an ounce and a half of Johnny Walker red label or black label. Um, and then what we made for you is a ginger peach tea cordial. Um, and this peach tea we got uh, right from the grocery store as well. Um, nice and easy, but the ginger peach just has so much flavor to it. So kind of going back and this is a little more of a tip of the hat to the original, uh, whiskey highball made with ginger ale. So this one has that ginger component, but also brings in that summer kind of bright peach, peach component as well. Um, so a little bit of spice, a little bit of sweetness, um, and again, some soda water for some effervescence. And so really, and I mean, if you, if you can garnish it with a fresh peach and, you know, let that sit in your drink and kind of nibble on that as you go, um, 
this is this is going to be a wonderful wonderful summer sipper all right so uh no this looks great i, I love the color already uh you got the fizziness you got kind of the, the rosé now it's really much very much like a rosé uh color like a light light uh wine that's very nice oh yeah that's that's delicious that's absolutely delicious I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be enjoying this for a little bit that's that's wonderful and I mean, what a great way to, you know, when uh, we do return to reality uh, and what a great way to uh, to have people over and kind of, like you said, pre-make some cocktails that are going to be fun. Um, I like I like the concept, too, that you brought here, which is like the different colors. You can literally have, um, you know, three kind of big, uh, bigger uh, containers of of uh, uh, of juice and just just have three different colors and have people choose choose their own. Uh, also a fun thing to do for your spouse, of course. Um, and, uh, and and if you're sitting at, you know, if, if you're uh, sadly, if you're quarantined on your own, uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is a good opportunity to uh, to kind of experiment with this because, wow, this is uh, this is terrific. I love that the, the flavors are pretty subtle, but they're they're nicely uh, they're nicely done. Yeah, the ginger peach isn't too, too strong. It's not going to be as strong as, say, that lemon vermina tea from the from the very beginning. But it just kind of brings in a little bit of that ginger spice, a little bit of that peach sweetness, um, and that kind of that orchard fruit feel, um, which really, really pairs well with uh, that Johnny Walker Red. I like, um, I, I do love the the ginger peach. Uh, there's like a nice, um, I, it's obviously not brown sugar, but it's that kind of that, that peachy sugar sweetness that's towards the end. So you kind of you get kind of this nice, nice sweeter uh, exit uh, when, when you're drinking this. So the the finish is very nice, and it's kind of all the way through, it's a little more brighter and a little more acidic and it kind of like just seems it just works really nicely uh flavor wise and uh really again another another nice nice drink that's going to make you feel uh feel good and also all, all like you know natural uh like I said it's everything's natural uh we're not uh beyond beyond the sugar that we're using for the uh, syrup there's nothing you know there's no added anything else in here other than than kind of natural stuff so that's great yeah that's it nice and simple all right well I'm going to be enjoying these as we continue talking. Um, but um, uh, tell me, you know, we we have, you know, we've been using Johnny Walker Red here as an example, and like you said, with black, you're going to get a little more smokiness, a little less um, a spiciness. Um, but what about single malt scotches? Because there's has been, you know, there there kind of been two things about this. There's there's certainly um, uh, been examples of you know uh, people using very expensive scotches to make uh, cocktails, uh, and then just so what are your thoughts on that? Like kind of the single malt scotches and and what they bring to the table? Like, why would I use a single malt scotch instead of a, a blended scotch, for example? No particular reason other than you want to bring out specific flavors of that single malt scotch. Um, mm -hmm. One of my favorite scotch cocktails um, is a Talisker Old Fashioned. Um, I mean, same thing with, with Johnny Walker Black, right? I make a Johnny Walker Black Old Fashioned because I like a little bit more of that smokier variety of Old Fashioned. Uh, you know, switch up, switch out the bitters for maybe uh, a charred cedar bitters or some a little more sm smoke to it, or a little bit of like a like a like a wood component, um, mm -hmm. and you've got yourself a completely different old fashioned. And then same thing um, with the Talisker. Uh, the reason why I like the Johnny Walker Black Old Fashioned is because of that smoke component. So with something like a Talisker, you've got kind of a little bit of that that uh, that smoke and pepper, uh, and that pepper spice. So imagine having that with a little bit of sweetener and and uh, and some bitters. Um, and it's really just bringing out some of these flavors. I mean, if you can enjoy Talisker on its own or Johnny Walker Black on its own, uh, putting in a cocktail is, isn't by any means doing it an injustice. Um, and of course, everyone's going to drink how, drink their whiskey however they prefer. But mm -hmm. uh, don't don't shy away from from trying different things because you never know uh, what you might like and and uh, what you might enjoy really well. Yeah, and I think too. I mean, we we do spend you know typically for for you know a nice bottle of scotch, we do spend a 
you know, it's, 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 it's a spend, right. And it's, it's, it's money out of our pocket. Um, but I do find, um, you know, I always find it enjoyable to use it in a cocktail at least once, uh, just to get to know the drink a little bit better, see how it holds up. And it's kind of surprising. Um, you know, you mentioned Talisker, you know, another, you know, a great product from Diageo that's kind of that what it brings to the table, a little more smoke. Um, you do definitely get that more, more kind of the barrel oakiness of it as well. Cause it's, 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 a it's, it's just, I guess, cause it's a single malt that just kind of naturally uh, brings out those barrel flavors, um, which are very nice. And then, and then, you know, you'd be kind of surprised, you know, you can go older on whiskeys and, and, you know, I'm sure I, I haven't actually had this, but it's a kind of good concept having like a Johnny Walker 18, uh, in a cocktail too. I'm, I'm sure that makes a terrific highball just cause of the, the oak component 100%. there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that that would be uh, that would probably be my next drink I make for myself. Like, oh, that sounds really good. I like it. But I mean, you do get these components, and then, so like we're not always saying you know use the whole bottle this way or that way. You can drink your whiskey how you like it. But uh, I do think there's a value in in trying your whiskey different ways, uh, including in cocktails. Um, I, I'm a big fan of making uh, anything in a Manhattan uh, if it's a bottle that I own because that's uh, to me is always a fun way to explore the whiskey um, and seeing how it holds out. And you never really know. Uh, you know, you add a little bit of this and that and kind of what flavors start standing out in that whiskey. Yeah. Um, I, I love that you mentioned Johnny Walker 18 because uh, I, I have made Johnny Walker 18 highballs. And and for me, for especially for the listeners, they might think, oh, man, that's a $150 bottle of, um, of whiskey. Uh, there's nothing wrong with with adding soda water because it's, it's all about the value perception of how you enjoy that whiskey. I mean, sure, you yeah. can enjoy one ounce of that on its own, neat, or maybe a, a cube of ice or a drop of water. Um, and you can enjoy it that way hundred percent you'll, you'll get a lot of the notes, but imagine think, I mean, as long as you take that same ounce of whiskey, put it into a, to a drink, you're still going to enjoy it just as much, if not even more, um, mm-hmm. in, in maybe a highball cocktail. I've done, uh, uh, Johnny Walker 18 with a, a rooibos tea, uh, cordial. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, a little bit of that rooibos tea pairs well with kind of like extension and balances out a little bit more of those uh those hazelnut notes of that johnny walker 18 it's it's, it's an interesting combination but it, it works really 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 well it's interesting too because you kind of get to you know play with your palate a little bit and kind of see what different notes your palate will pick out in these different conditions uh and uh for me that's a lot of fun because you know I, I like to geek out about the kind of how things taste and, and and how they affect your palate but uh oh that sounds really terrific too yeah um so single malt scotches so you're not you're not shying away i mean assuming like you know you'll do like manhattans and and, and old fashions and um uh I, I guess as long as the i guess the rule I, I i would think if there is a rule that doesn't need to be but one thing is, is as long as the whiskey kind of expresses itself somehow in the drink um, which with smoky whiskeys is pretty, it's easier to do, I guess. Uh, but just as long as we're, we're feeling that whiskey, right. It's where we know it's whiskey. Um, I was like saying that, uh, if you can put vodka in it, you can put whiskey in it. So like for me, like the, the bloody Mary or the Caesar are, are terrific examples of, uh, they really do just taste better with just a little bit of whiskey. And I mean, a, a Caesar with, uh, with like a smoky, like with a Talisker or, a, oh, you know, like incredible. a giant marker black. Incredible. Uh, it's, Most it's a whole different drink. Like yeah. I, <laughs> I, I can't, I, I'll just go. Cause it's just one of those things where like, I feel like, uh, you know, the Caesar's already a delicious drink, especially when you travel. Like it's, it is, there's that, that, uh, Mazzclamato commercial where, you know, if one person has one, everybody else on the plane has one. And it's true. It, it is one of those things, but like put some Johnny Walker in there. You'll be so happy. hundred percent. Um, one of my favorites is actually a Johnny Walker black, uh, Caesar. I do like to use, uh, there's a, uh, there's a craft Caesar, 
mixed company called Walter and they make a smoky maple. Yes, Walter. They, yeah. they make yes, a smoky maple Caesar mix. Uh, yeah. That with the Johnny Walker Black or like you said, a little bit of Talisker. Um, absolutely fantastic. It's so good. And I'm not even I'm not even a huge fan of Caesars, but if I'm going to have one, that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably have like one or two a year, but when I do, it's with whiskey, and it's gonna be smoky because that's just uh, why not at that point. If you're gonna go all the way, you may as well go all the way and, and have a, a like a Johnny Walker Black Caesar. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's right. and and as while we're on this topic too, it's it's not mm-hmm. even just using some of those smokier cocktails as as even as the base spirit. Um, I keep. I keep a little bit of Lagavulin 16 or eight, um, actually in an atomizer, like kind of like a little bit of a little of a spray container. Um, uh-huh. and you can use that to accentuate specific cocktails as well that add just a tiny, tiny hint because of the, because the smoke and the peak component of a Lagavulin is, is, is fairly strong. Um, you can use it to accentuate certain cocktails and add just a hint, just a hint of smoke, um, kind of right over the top of the cocktail throughout. Um, you know, spray it over your garnishes. Um, and that way it gives a little bit more of an aromatic component as well. So whenever mm-hmm. you bring that cocktail up to your nose, you get this nice kind of like peach smoke aroma. Um, and then you can follow through with whatever other cocktail you have inside your glass. Um, prime example. I immediately Googled uh, what's an atomizer. So <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> uh, think of like uh, breath spray, you know, like the uh, binaca that you, that you, would, uh, you uh-huh. would keep in your pocket. And it just... It's just it's like a, it's like a mister basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically it's like a mister so you can mist right over the top of your drink or rinse your glass with it. Um, imagine you're rinsing a little bit of your glass with a little bit of Lagavulin first. There's there's a cocktail that that's kind of almost a perfect rep, perfect representation of this and it, it's called the penicillin. Um, okay. and it's uh, it's a cocktail that originated in New York. It was invented by a guy named Sam Ross. Um, and what it calls for is, uh, it's essentially a cocktail made with whiskey, uh, a little bit of fresh lemon juice, again, some honey ginger syrup, um, and then a little bit of Isla scotch. So in this case, it'd be Lagavulin 16. And what that does is now you've got citrus component with a little bit of lemon. You've got a little bit of sweetener with honey ginger syrup. And then you've got your blended scotch like Johnny Walker Black that has a little smoke component, but then you're like taking it up to the next level with just a hint, a little extra hint uh, with that Lagavulin 16. Um, and it's an absolutely, absolutely incredible cocktail. Oh, man, that sounds good. I didn't realize I could just do this at home. So you can just, you can just pur- purchase one and it's not too much money. You can just go ahead and uh, that's awesome. Yeah, because I always go, you go to a bar, you know, you go to a fancy bar and they do that. Uh, uh, penicillin too. I think the one interesting fact I know about it, uh, other than what you just said was that it's, Probably one of the only cocktails in that was been made in the last you know thirty forty years. That's uh, I guess twenty years. Um, that's still that's become a classic. It's really become you know kind of internationally known and on every menu. And and it seems like it's one of those that you can say penicillin along with all the classics and and you know you wouldn't know one from the other. They're they're all pretty classic that way. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely more of a modern classic. But it's it's just a nicely balanced cocktail. It really makes use of all the ingredients inside. Um, it's perfect. And, and again, going back to mixing whiskey and drinks, is it okay to mix whiskey and drinks? hundred percent. And this is, this is the perfect example of it. Um, here you've got, uh, you know, you've got a premium scotch, uh, you've got Johnny Walker black, you've got Lagavulin, uh, eight or 16 or whichever one you want to mm-hmm. use really. Um, and you're not masking those flavors. You're highlighting those flavors and you're creating a cocktail that 
almost anyone can drink. I know a lot of people who don't even drink whiskey and I, I'll make them penicillins here at my house. I'm like, oh my God, this is the best, this is the best drink I've ever had. <laughs> What's in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll take it easy on the, on the Lagavulin spritz, depending on, you know, how I know if, if they're able to take a little bit of that smoke. But like, like I said, like that, even that smoke component or that peak component isn't overpowering. Um, it's very nice and light. Um, it just really balances with that honey ginger and that fresh citrus. Um, it's a great cocktail. If listeners want to make uh, make an even more summery penicillin uh, with a season ahead, uh, I've made a, a version of it uh, here at home where you can add a little bit of pineapple juice to it as well. So fresh pineapple, fresh lemon, honey ginger, and that uh, Johnny Walker Black and Lagavulin. Um, and it's, again, absolutely incredible. It just adds a little bit more of a tropical note um, to that cocktail. And again, a, a great, a little more, a little more work intensive and, and labor intensive mm-hmm. in terms of some of the prep, um, but absolutely worth, absolutely worth the effort um, for whiskey cocktails. Uh, do you make your own pineapple syrupy stuff fresh from pineapples or do you actually just buy one? <laughs> no, well, the, the pineapple juice, I'll, I'll actually, well, I've got a juicer here at home, but even, even store-bought, even, <laughs> even store-bought pineapple juice works, works just fine. Um, especially yeah, if you're yeah, making yeah. a big batch for say entertaining um, you know, you can go to the store and get a liter of pineapple juice for, you know, a buck and a half. Ah, very cool. Yeah. And that makes sense. Um, and I, I have had that and I didn't realize that that's, it's terrific. It's, um, um, yeah, that's a, that's a wonderful cocktail. Uh, like you said, uh, we're, we're getting into the warmer months and that'll be perfect. Um, Dante, you, you, so, um, I, I like that we, we kind of started from the very beginning with cocktails and kind of very simple cocktails you can make at home. Um, I think that's, that's really important, uh, because, you know, we, um, you know, we want to elevate our game at home, I guess, is, is ultimately what we want to do and, and do it in ways that are a little more uh, approachable. Um, I'm going to make my own simple syrup. I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it and I'm going to use uh, some of my uh, uh, tea collection and, and do that. So I think that's going to be a fun test for me uh, to do. I know it's very simple. It's people make fun of me. It's, it's only a little bit of water, a little bit of sugar. It's fine. Well, it's called um, it's called simple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> it's right in the name. Um <laughs> I, I did. I did have. I do have one of those like pre-made simple syrups here, and I've never used it. So that on the bright side, I, I have that in my. <laughs> there you go. There's nothing better than a, house than, than a fresh made simple syrup. If you've got a simple syrup that you've bought from the store, chances are it's got some sort of, you know, stabilizer in it. Um, all you need is all you need is some white sugar, some cane sugar, uh, and and some water. That's that's really all you need. If you want to if you want to step it up even that, then you know you can start looking at switching out um your type of sugar maybe use some brown sugar maybe use some demerara sugar if you want something a little bit thicker something a little bit more um a little, little more a uh, little more depth to it um and I then uh, both those sugars at home yeah uh, and then instead of using water use uh you know use pineapple juice then you've got yourself uh, a pineapple syrup Ah, right? I like the idea of brown sugar because uh, it's yeah you're gonna get that kind of like uh, I, I like the brown sugar note in my in my whiskeys already so yeah um, that makes that makes perfect sense. So a brown or a demerara sugar uh, simple syrup in an old fashioned is much easy, much better to use than a classic white sugar uh, simple syrup right right because then you're really kind of balancing out and and um, and bringing out those brown sugar notes that, that you like so much. Ah, very cool. That's what I'm going to do next. That's awesome. Dante, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, you know, Diageo has been, uh, been so great uh, to sponsor these podcasts and this education series. Um, I feel like I'm a novice as far as cocktail making, uh, and I feel like I know a bit more, and I'm kind of ready to, to, to kind of 
you know, make those drinks. I, like I said, I've, my, my highballs have, have now seemed very lazy by comparison to what I'm <laughs> going to try to do next. Um, but especially, like I said, you know, uh, also for just, uh, you know, when eventually we are allowed to see people again, uh, for, for dinner parties and things like that, uh, what a great way to introduce, uh, nice cocktails without having to, you know, have too much effort into it. It's just, uh, it's just, it's pretty simple. Just, just kind of getting things together. Um, any other any other comments about uh, any other um, words of encouragement for us novice uh, cocktail makers at home? Don't be don't be afraid to try. I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there's all these ingredients are so simple to make, um, and you won't know unless you try it. So don't don't be afraid to mix. Play around. Um, you know, it's it's just like being a kid. Um, you know, play around with different flavors. Play around with different ingredients. You'll be you'll be completely surprised at, as to what works well together. Um, and it really helps in building kind of like your encyclopedia of, of flavor profiles. Um, and it really helps you understand what flavors you like and what you don't like. Um, so yeah, don't yeah. be don't be afraid to, to play around. Play around as much as you can. Um, different mixers, different syrups, um, different different you know different bases. Um, it's uh, it's all it's all there. It won't go to waste. I promise. I promise you. Yeah, and the ratios too, right? Because I, I find like the cocktails when I do make at home, if something feels off, I'll add a little bit more whiskey or a little bit more vermouth. A little bit of, like the, the ratios might be, you know, we kind of give you general ratios, but uh, your ver- ratios may vary at home as well, kind of where you want to do. Hundred percent, and a lot of that's based on personal preference too. Maybe some you know don't like as much sweetener. Maybe they they like mm-hmm. to taste a little bit more of that you know that spice in that red label, um, a little bit less. So. Um, take it all with a grain of salt. Uh, any recipe you find online, also, you know, they're all they're all they all work as a guideline. Um, so again, just don't don't be afraid to play around and and come up with your own recipes and, and try different things. Sounds great, Don. Thank you so much. You're very uh, welcome. Always education experience with you. I look forward to uh, hanging out in person and, and making these cocktails where we can actually cheers and uh, and enjoy together. Oh, absolutely. I, same here, man. I, I miss, miss miss going out. It's uh, it'll be nice to do that once again, and I look forward to our drinks. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Cheers, man. Have a great day. Thanks, Mark. Cheers. The preceding episode was brought to you by Johnny Walker.